All right, everybody, welcome to this edition of Overreaction Monday on vacation. But uh, <laughs> Chris Brockman and I are making our appointed rounds just for you now right. that week 16 and all the Christmas weekends in the books. How are you doing, Chris? Rich, I'm great. Uh, how are you guys? How was the game? Great game. I mean, not for me, but for you guys to call. But well done, man. That was, that was really fun. It was a total blast in Denver. Yeah. It was a chilly night. Um, and uh, for a while... In the first half, it appeared that the Broncos had gotten your memo and the Patriots yes. had gotten your memo after mm -hmm. it appeared that the Carolina Panthers were getting your memo against the Green Bay so Packers close. earlier in the day. So close. But I got to tell you, uh, I was thinking of you as I was calling the Chad Ryland uh, field goal to win the game. Uh, you were in the back of my head. I got to be honest. Thank with you. you. Well, You're thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, there was a, I was in the back of your head and there was a lot of wine in my mouth as he was <laughs> attempting that game yeah. winner. And of course, he made it. OK, well, this uh, at any <laughs> rate, um, it was a great win for the Patriots. I know it gets you further away from Caleb Williams. I don't know if that's any of your topics for today, but today's edition of Overreaction Monday. While we were on vacation, you might hear some dogs in the background uh, here. Um this is brought to you by our friends at Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Game Time has killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and views from your seat to know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Put in my code, our code, OVERREACTION, for $20 off after you download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, you ready to do it, Chris Brockman? Right, let's go, baby. Come on. Right, hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. Go ahead. All right, Rich, here we go. We saw it. It was the marquee to end week 16 on Monday night. Rich, the Ravens are Super Bowl favorites, and Lamar Jackson wrapped up his second MVP. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. Um, you even heard Troy Aikman say it during the game that if this was a de facto uh, MVP race between Lamar and Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, that the best player on the field that night was Lamar Jackson. However, uh, uh, you know, uh, one of my, as you know, adopted children, uh, Kyle <laughs> Hamilton, he was on the field that night as well. He had two interceptions, and this defense was balling out. This is a championship defense with Quan number zero right in the middle, and Patrick Queen walking the walk, talking the talk, and uh, even picking off uh, one of the passes of Brock Purdy last night. One hundred percent, no question about it. Lamar Jackson on the field last night was doing exactly what he needed to do. The defense, yes, was backing his play. And I'm sure in this day and age where everybody says, well, he has this, he has that. All he's just doing is, is what he needs to do. Uh, Lamar does that plus more. And what he means to this team is truly remarkable. And the Ravens are the best team in football. I tweeted that out as soon as the game was over. There's a new best team in football, and they wear purple. As soon as I did that, everybody was in my feed saying, do you mean the Vikings? I'm like, oh, okay, let me hit the edit button and add an extra line. Obviously, <laughs> I meant the Ravens. My goodness, what's the matter with people? Right. Um, but yes, uh, I, I I don't think that's an overreaction at all, Chris. 100%. You're what, did, what did you make of that game and the way the defense was able to confuse and turn over Brock Purdy in a way we haven't really seen for a year and a half? I just think the defense is uh, coming to its own. Uh, you know, it has been all season long. And uh, we did see what the Rams were able to do to them um, a couple of weeks ago with Matthew Stafford and Puka. And, and you know. that NFC West team went into their house and gave them a heck of a game more than – 
than the NFC West team that was welcoming them into into their own home. Um, so I, I just think that what we're seeing is a team that just had uh, a complete 100% total focus and mentality of going into the house of the San Francisco 49ers and kicking their ass. And they went ahead and did that. Yep. And, um, and, and the defense set the tone and the offense did enough and then started adding points in the third quarter when Brock Purdy completely regressed right in front of our eyes for one game. Um, I don't know if there's another overreaction that Brock isn't that guy. Is that is there an overreaction like that? Coming and we'll see. All right, I, I don't want to cannibalize what you've got planned later on in this pod, but um, I, I I just tip my cap to the Ravens. They are the best team in football. They've been climbing my power rankings chart uh, yep. all season long, and they're now going to be number one this week. Yeah, no jinx uh, with the Ravens in the power rankings, Rich. I mean, that's a narrative out there on the uh, Twitter sphere. I I I don't think there's a jinx. Um, <laughs> when they put the Bengals in there and they they lost to the Steelers, I just think that's on its own. Yeah. Uh, we had Kyle Hamilton on our show this week. That's I know. Not a well, jinx. Amari Bob. Cooper was on our show this Bob. week. That's Bob. not a jinx. Bob. So let's all Bob. just back off. You know what I mean? Oh, Rich. Speaking of Amari Cooper, oh, and the former Ravens quarterback Joe yeah. Flacco and Amari Cooper are taking the Browns to the AFC Championship game. That's an overreaction. Oh, what? To the AFC the, Championship game, the Flacosants. That's the Flacosants. I'm all into, and there's no question in my mind right now that if Cleveland winds up being the five seed, which I think we're going to agree that that's going to happen, right? I, that, yeah, because absolutely. the Ravens are the first member of the 12 win club uh, of sure. 2023, and that we're seeing uh, what we're seeing right now between uh, uh, the Browns and the rest of the field in the wild card race, they're going to be the five, right? So yeah. I think they're going to go in and absolutely obliterate um, whoever the AFC South champion is going to be. Uh, I, I believe that that we can agree that they they the Browns will be favored as a road team in Ooh, the, uh, uh, in the wild card round. Don't uh, yeah, I bet it would be yeah point point and a half something like that. Okay, yeah. so I think that's a, well, we're going to see that. Um, and then if they win that game, uh, unless there is a six seven seed shocker of a two seed. Bills slash Dolphins team or the Chiefs, unless there's a shocker. If the playoffs started today, it would be Bills at Chiefs. Come okay. on, you're not so, you're not taking the Chiefs in that game. Okay, so all right, I'm I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is put Joe Flacco in Baltimore. Is yeah. what I'm trying to do with the Browns uh, for, for the a AFC Championship. Game. Let's go. Uh, that would be out of control, but. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not putting them in the AFC Championship game just yet, Chris. I I. I I I really just I I can't bring myself to do that. Just do yet. you think they're playing? Uh, they're one of the four best teams right now. Playing well, the there's best. no question about it. The defense and the way that they're the offense has looked under Joe Flacco. Suddenly, this is a team that uh, can pass first. Right, the Browns yeah. are supposed to be run, keep your offense, uh, the opponent's offense off the field. They were supposed to be just play defense, don't make the mistake. And now Flacco's throwing for four hundred friggin' yards, and Amari Cooper's running, you know, catching for damn near three hundred, you know, and and uh, and David and Joku has become one of the yeah. more potent down the field in the end zone, red zone threat tight ends in the league. So I I know everything that I've said has um uh, you know I guess belied my calling this an overreaction um is it possible yes but is it to say right now 100 percent they're going to go in maybe into kansas city and win a game or they're going to go into buffalo and win a game they're going to go into miami and win a game um 
or Baltimore and win a game uh, I, to make an AFC championship game appearance. Uh, I'll just call that an overreaction for the moment, but they are playing fantastic football. Kevin Stefanski and John Harbaugh right now are, are should be neck and neck for coach of the year. And I understand right. Dan Campbell's in that mix as well. Um, but uh, if I was back in Stefanski's play last week after they looked the way they sure. looked in Houston, despite the way the Ravens have looked, despite the way the Lions just played as well for the last two weeks, um, I'm I, I'm I'm going to stay with that and say, you know, Joe Flacco for comeback player of the year should be in the mix. I know we were yes. joking about that before we left, but that's where I'll go with that. That's real now. Joe Flacco, MVP. Come on. Why not? Okay. All right. Look at you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, Reg, let's stay in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. We've been talking a lot about this coach recently. Their fans love you, to be honest. Mason Rudolph saved Mike Tomlin's job. <clears throat> that is a total Rich, overreaction. It was Rudolph on Christmas. Why didn't we see this coming? I know that guiding guiding the uh, Steelers' sleigh is the first guiding, game of the Christmas weekend. Guiding the black and gold to a victory, saving Mike Tomlin's legendary career in Pittsburgh. I, I would say the more um, appropriate overreaction topic would be Mason Rudolph should have been the starter all year. Well, I, you know what, one. Rich? I actually, that was the first draft. And then I was like, yeah, obviously we could say that. They should have never went to Trubisky. They should have went right to Rudolph. Oh, They'd no, probably I went, be. I went instead of Pickett. Start the, the whole year. The whole year. Yeah, that's, and that's, I was like, that's, uh-uh, that's the uh-uh. overreaction. Rich, no, 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 no. What do the fans want? We want, they want Tomlin. He saved his job. He's the, here's the deal. Okay. We have no idea what's going on in the minds of the Roonies. They, I'm sure, as they go about their business, in Western PA and in Pittsburgh, I'm sure they hear over and over and oh, over yeah. again from people how upset they are, what happened against the Cardinals and then the Patriots in front of uh, the Acrisure faithful is unacceptable. It's a travesty, whatever you want to hear on local radio, whatever they might be hearing in the supermarket as if they do their own shopping. Listen, <laughs> dinner parties, whatever they're, wherever they're going out and about their business, they hear it. But in the building, in the building, it's entirely possible they never thought for a split second about replacing Tomlin over that three-game stretch between mm-hmm. the Cardinals' loss and then the Patriots' loss and then the loss that I called in Indianapolis on NFL Network against the Colts. They never maybe thought for a split second of replacing him. And when they, uh, when when uh, Tomlin didn't bench George Pickens, I even did think to myself – 
what is going on there? Mm -hmm. Why didn't he discipline this young man for coming out and saying after the video that was captured by our crew of him, you know, uh, doing a Just river dance there, over, over, <laughs> over, yeah. over those he needed to block, right? That, yeah. that why would he, why would he keep him in the lineup? Marshall Falk even came on our show and said, basically, He's one of their best players. They need points. Of course, he's going to stick him out there. Oh, and then saw, what did we see? Saw why. <laughs> she's like, right? I think he just caught another 80-yard touchdown right now. And then that team was 1 million percent locked and loaded to dismantle Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals in front of everybody. And then they did it. And you know what was really remarkable? And I know um, I shouldn't be saying this, Chris, but uh -oh. I'll say it. You know, uh -oh. uh, I'm on vacation. I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah, I'm, smelling, I'm smelling. I'm uh, smelling pancakes. That's oh, jeez, kids okay. over here. It, I'm I'm feeling it right now. I also have this this photograph of some some Tatanka behind me. Whatever is this like is, painting for those, some seeing our, oh for those not for those listening and not seeing it on our YouTube feed. I I I, I don't know. It, it's 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 uh it's wild buffalo so maybe that's why i'm gonna feel good about the bills despite the way they looked against easton stick listen it doesn't matter i know i shouldn't be saying this but you oh, know what was totally great about saturday right around dinner time um after the steelers beat this the, the uh the bengals i went on my x feed and oh, your man your mentions were empty nothing i heard nothing it was the first Steeler game in a month like, where yeah. I wasn't being held personally responsible. And I was like, you're, you're the one making the Steelers. decisions. Yeah. So then why isn't this Tomlin's deal, right? Why, why? All right, listen, has it been something that Steelers fans can hang their hat on and say, we're going to the Super Bowl or we're even on our way to the Super Bowl? I totally understand the way they feel. But I don't think Mason Rudolph saved his job. I, I don't think Tomlin's in danger. How does that sound? Oh. Oh, I don't think he was in danger at all, even though we were talking about it in the media and rightfully so, because the Steelers fans kind of mandated that being a topic of discussion. But you even heard Florio say that on on NBC that they're already talking about maybe a contract extension for the guy. So don't mm -hmm. you know, I'll, I'll call this an overreaction. You think Steelers make the playoffs or the ninth seed right no, now? No, I think they've got too many problems with uh, with them. Um, with tie breaks right now, uh, yeah, they would need I, Houston to lose. Kind of, no, out. I, I, they well, they need the Colts to basically lose, and out. the Colts to lose. They out. can't have the same record as the Colts. They can't. Yep. Uh, but the Beng them beating the Bengals was absolutely huge. huge. Houston, by the way, don't forget. Remember Houston early on in the season when the Steelers looked like that they were going to be really a, a, a deep threat this year. Remember they went to Houston, they got their 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 hinds beaten. Okay, yeah, have, so that's another break. that's another tiebreaker uh, against them that does not work. So yes. um, you know they they but you never know you never know because I don't know if there's a Seattle conversation coming up soon because we thought they were finished with that yeah. four game losing streak and now look at them they're in the seventh seed and looking terrific right now. So all right, Rich, uh, a team that's not looking terrific: the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to say Broncos Raiders Week 18. That's for the AFC West title. Oh, that's insane! Come on, man, get out of here. Chiefs Come are sinking, on, Rich. Dude, I'm going to lose out. Come on, dude. Raiders Broncos for the West. You think the Chiefs lose to the Bengals next week? I think that's possible. I, well, no, I mean, obviously, it's possible. Anything's possible. Was gonna, nobody thought Pittsburgh was going to beat the Bengals. So who why saw the Raiders? Who saw the Raiders come in and put the bang thing on the Chiefs? On I mean, Christmas two defensive touchdowns in seven seconds. I know that was really stunning. That was really stunning. I, I was on my uh, flight out here to Utah to meet uh, to meet the the fam, 
And, um, you know, uh, I, I, I was on Wi-Fi. I honestly ref uh, got out of the app twice to think it was a mistake. Yeah, like glitch. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, the dot just went touchdown, and then the dot went touchdown again. I'm like, what yeah, like, the heck was that? So was it, it was truly the first thing when I landed to get to see the video of it. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. Um, you know, and Back then Jones, just, two weeks in a row, pick six. I know. And then uh, what What do you do to the fan in the stands? He knocked over the drink. I mean, what was that? I think about? he was like, hey, here's the ball for Christmas. Psych. I think it was kind oh, of one of those. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. So come on, man. Come on, man. And and I'll be straight up with you. I'll straight up with you. Uh, I, as you know, I saw the Broncos with my own two eyes. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, they, they're going to have their hands full with the Chargers coming in. If uh, Coach Giff, um, <laughs> who, by the way, Giff Smith, uh, I had never heard him talk. As soon as I heard him talk, I'm like, that's exactly how I thought Giff <laughs> Smith would talk. Uh, and by the way, I loved it. I loved his energy on the sideline. They played too. really hard in that game. Man, I love that was, you know, interim coach energy sometimes is some is of the real. best energy that you have because it's this real. is that's like a, a, I don't have anything to write that down, but that's a good fantasy name. Interim, interim coach energy, man, is yeah. just great because these are like lifers. These are people who have packed up their family about 30 times yep. and moved about 40 times themselves personally before they had a family. They've been mm -hmm. coaching their entire lives, and here they have a headset on in a National Football League, nationally televised game, yep. and they are going to win this game, and they're going to will their team to victory, and Coach Giff Smith had that. And if the mm -hmm. Chargers show up in Denver with the same energy and the same attitude – as the against the Broncos team that I saw struggle for points until the fourth quarter, yep. man, I, I, so I'll just call that an overreaction and say, I totally understand what you're saying about the chiefs. There is just something amiss. And, you know, Andy Reed said that something along the lines that, you know, yes. that there's, off. that there's, there a tick off. off. There, there are yeah. a couple ticks off, man. And I, uh, but I'll, I will just say this. Is this your only Chiefs uh, overreaction? This is Monday? my only Chiefs okay. one. It's, it's more just about the West in general. And this may be just, you know, um, this may just be me uh, still having a um, just, I guess, what would you say? Would this be me having, um, I guess, flashbacks to last year? Yeah, just kind when, of a residual negative right, energy. When, when I chose the Raiders to win the division? Right. And wouldn't that be wild if they actually oh, look, do that this year? Yeah. You're after, early. Okay, after I'm caping about the Chiefs nonstop, yeah. that won't happen. This is an overreaction. But let me just say this about, about the Chiefs. I just can't quit a team that has Mahomes and Kelsey in it in a win, do, win or go home game in, in Arrowhead Stadium. I just can't. I can't envision it. I can't see it. I can't think it. I won't think it until I actually see it. But if it is the Bills as the sixth seed that comes into their house, Oh my gosh! Yeah, I right. buckle up, man. I, I, I would, I would think that that is that that's the one team they just don't want to see come into their building. Although I'm sure every Chiefs fan that's seeing it right now, what I'm saying or hearing what I'm saying or what we're saying right now, Chris would say, "Hey, if Kadarius Tony was just on sides, we'd win that game." So uh, I, uh, that will be you know uh, a wild card game that that puts the super and super wild card weekend. But I'll just call this an overreaction. Yeah, look, and for for all the issues we've talked about with Josh Allen and turning the ball over, I mean Patrick Mahomes has 14 interceptions. That's third in the NFL this year. He has a, a passer rating of 92. That's below so many other players. That's completely average in the league. He's 15th in passer rating. He has not looked the same this year, He's and that's for a number of reasons. But look, it, everybody kind of has an off year, and it seems like this is Kansas City's. Yeah, I won't do it. I just won't I won't jump off the ship. Uh, hey, we all know how frustrating it could be to find the perfect tickets. 
for the game or concert you've been dying to see. But Game Time Tickets has got you covered. Do not worry about buying tickets to your next big event. Wherever you are right now, maybe on vacation with your family, you want to see a show, you want to see a game, you want to see a concert, you want to see anything that you can buy tickets to, Game Time has you covered for that or in your hometown. And it's so easy to find tickets for all the events and you get tickets in just two taps and you get to see the view from your seats it's called also all-in pricing when you go and buy your tickets you get to see your total up front so you're not surprised about anything and here's the best part about it with game time and you go and get game time on the app on your mobile device create an account use the r code overreaction for twenty dollars off your first purchase restrictions apply visit gametime.co for terms again create an account and redeem the code o-v-e-r R-E-A-C-T-I-O-N. There's two R's in overreaction for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Second half of our post-Christmas week um, uh, overreaction Monday pod. Go ahead and hit it, Chris. Right, what else you Chris, got? Second half, and we're coming out strong back to Sunday night. Brock Purdy and the 49ers have been exposed. Uh, what do you mean by exposed, Chris? What do you mean you by exposed? You know what? Exposed? I knew I knew you were going to ask me that when I wrote it because uh-huh. you want to know exactly what yeah, you're what do you mean by exposed to. Yeah, yeah. Here's the deal. Brock Purdy, you know, did you notice Cam Newton tweet out yesterday? Cam Newton, after the third interception, did the little eyeglass guy three no, times. He was like, hmm, see what I said. Well, Look, where was he? Where was exposed he? is not the best team in the league, not the Super Bowl front runner, a team that can be beat and shown. Uh, like the Ravens did, there is a blueprint to beating that team and beating them soundly. Okay, let me just push back here because I, I, and I do like Cameron. Okay, where was Cam's tweets when Brock Purdy had uh, some of the best games that we've seen quarterbacks have in terms of passer rating and efficiency and touchdowns and and just everything that you want out of a quarterback over the last month? Where was he on his Twitter feed after last week's game, by the way? Well, I think he might have been caught in, like, an update limbo. There was Maybe. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't – I don't – I, I know, hear I'm, you. I'm not here for the, up. Oh, see, he's struggling, I'm right. Because he didn't hop in there and go, oh, he's killing it. Maybe I was wrong. So – and plus he also came in, in, in his highly edited nine-minute retort that uh, everybody was talking about, he was backing off saying, you know, game manager doesn't mean such a bad thing. So listen, uh, Brock Purdy, what I think that his performance against the Ravens showed is he's not ready for being called the MVP, that his numbers are, are what they are, but against a championship defense, by the way, that he may have to go and beat in Las Vegas in about a month plus, because let's be straight, they are going to be the one seed because, well, I mean, let's just put it this way. Uh, I, I think they're going to be the one seed because the Raven, uh, the Lions are right there with them and the Eagles are right there with them, although the Eagles' pass defense, my goodness gracious. So so, um, so uh, they've got the Washington Commanders next week. I think if there's a get-right game anywhere for the San Francisco 49ers on the road for them anywhere, that's a get-right game for them. I think they're going to go there. They're going to get right. Then they're going to go home and take on a Rams team that might really need to win that game. And I think um, that will be quite a test for Brock Purdy again against a Rams team that is playing very well. But, you know, is he exposed as a guy that can't win the Super Bowl? Uh, Maybe, just maybe, if these two teams face each other again, this is what I was thinking, why I was watching the end of the game all the way through, is because this is a game we're going to be talking about if these two teams play each other. This is now a, a narrative that we didn't see coming. 
Yeah. Which is, you know, last time they played, Brock had a terrible game. And now what is he going to do in the Super Bowl? And does Shanahan pull him for Sam Darnold if it's a, a Super Bowl type uh, performance that we, you know, that, that's required of him and he's clearly not his day again? What do you do there? I mean, that is going to be fodder if these two teams play again when we're sitting there in Vegas waiting for kickoff and looking, staring for storylines and picking, picking everything apart to try and find something to talk about. Um, so I'll just say this, uh, was, was he exposed as a good quarterback in the league? No. Was he exposed as a game manager and not a game changer? No. Was he exposed as an MVP candidate? Yeah. Uh, he was exposed as that and he is not ready for that just yet. Certainly when it was his time to shine and things didn't go his way. And he started as, uh, uh, Aikman pointed out, seeing, seeing, uh, ghosts. He saw, as he said, more color than that's that there's out there. And um, he started seeing ghosts, and then Sam Darnold replaced him. I just walked into that, didn't I? Yeah, sorry, Rich. Okay, so that's my answer, and <laughs> I'll call that an overreaction. What else you got, Chris? All right, uh, Rich, uh, you know what I noticed over the weekend? Not a single team from this division won a game. Nobody wants to win the AFC South. I, I, I don't know what's going on with the Jaguars. Jaguars lost four in a row. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. They're all you know, eight and seven. Tennessee's you know eliminated. Jaguars. And by Texas, the way, they may be playing the best football the last three weeks. How yeah, great right. a coach is Mike Vrabel, by the way. How great. This is why all the, the Ohio State fans are just, you know, putting on their hope chests or whatever they have to, to beg for, for, for the football gods to do something oh, look, for them. Like you I know, said, if, if Bill is indeed out, let's trade for Vrabel. Never. I mean, the Titans would be out of their skulls to do anything, anything remotely close to not having them there the rest of his career. Because, yeah. I mean, they're playing their asses off for him right yep. now. So, you know, I guess, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this is proper that you look at this. Uh, obviously, everybody wants to win the division, but they are playing poorly right now. <clears throat> All of them are playing significantly poorly right now. And, uh, I'll, you know. I hear you. What else you got over yeah, there? Well, Chris? like we said, look, if they have to host the Browns, I mean, I would assume that they'd lose that game. Any of these teams that win this division. Yeah, I I I I think you're right. And but I and I also think the one thing you can definitely etch in stone is that this would be the first game of Super Wildcard Weekend early yes. on a Saturday. That's your first game, 100%. Whoever wins this division, print your tickets, and everybody should get ready for the tailgate right around noon their time on Saturday of well, Super Wildcard Weekend. That's make, funny. Your, make, make your plans right now. Make your plans. Uh, Rich, I want to go back to Thursday for a second. The Rams, I just can't get over this team and what they've done this year. Specifically, their rookie wide receiver, Rich Puka Nakua, is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Dude, yeah. We had given this. We had it was know. The holidays. This we had wrapped this up in a really nice bow. We had given it. We were just like waiting to deliver it to C.J. Stroud for uh, seemingly like six weeks. I don't know. Not anymore. Stroud hasn't been out there. Nakua, one of the major reasons the Rams firmly in that NFC playoff. What if Stroud comes back and leads the Texans to the seventh seed? What if and the see, Rams? That, that's, the, that's the that's that's the one. What if the Rams are what if you're overreacting? Puka, Puka keeps going. Hundred plus touchdown. They keep winning, dude. We got a race. Right. All right, you 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 talk me into it. I'll say that as we're sitting here right now. Um, you know, uh, we, we thought this was Stroud's to wrap up and this was the end and end all and be all, yeah. but Nakua may set the record for, for rookie receptions and rookie yards. And, and by the way, can we give some flowers to Matthew Stafford as well? Absolutely. Because 
Absolutely. Two, two wide receivers got the triple crown, the last two, right? And mm -hmm. Calvin Johnson and Cooper Cobb. And and who are the quarterback there for both of those guys? Who is the quarterback? The Number same nine. guy that the same guy that may that may throw it to Puka Nakua for his uh historic season as well. And I'll tell you, man, uh we saw it in the flesh on that Thursday night. We watched it, we saw it. He's sidearming, he's flinging, he's no looking. He is playing exactly the way he played in their Super Bowl season. Exactly. Agree. He, Look, uh, and I'll be on one of the point. first to throw my hand up all off season. Uh, I thought the Rams were kind of, you know, stealthily tanking. I thought Stafford didn't have much left after the injuries. How he looks this? like he could play a few more years at this high level. How about this? How about Matthew Stafford for comeback player of the year? Rich, I love it. I love that? it. And, and I, mean, I really he was he was actually hurt. Like that's supposed to be the, the concept of the award, right? Yes. Is somebody who was hurt and could not play the year before with any significance, then comes back and dominates. Uh I right? I mean Matthew Stafford might be coming back. Rams went out, they're the they're the six seed. Why can't they go on the road and win a playoff game? I, I think they're did we I stumble on something? Did we just what? stumble on something here on the uh um uh, award nominated uh um American football podcast overreaction Monday? Do we just do that? Great season, great season here in LA. I'm glad I've gone to every game this year. All right, All right. keep going. <laughs> What else Rich, just, let's nice. just stick in the West real quick because with the Patriots winning, there is some shuffle at the top of the draft for 2024. How about this? The Cardinals are going to take a quarterback second overall. I don't know. I I I, I think that that is um, that I guess that's 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 underneath the surface here because we're all focused on what the Bears are going to do with Justin Fields right. and how his final games are a um, a referendum. Mm -hmm. on uh, what the Bears are going to do and how he performs. And both of those quarterbacks uh, faced one another this past week. I'll call this an overreaction for the moment, though. I, I don't think that that is um, exactly going to be the case here. Um, and um, I, I, I still think that they love Kyler there. Uh, and, and everything I hear is that they, they, they do and how he's matured and how you know they don't have to take his ipad away in the same way that i think we're going to take uh the ipads away of the kids here soon oh no oh. Uh, i don't know um but yeah i'll just call that an overreaction but man once this season is over and it's the draft order is set the do draft we have a lot to talk about from what teams are going to do to who the kids and how talented they are that are going to be available in the draft in detroit uh um that is going to be a real subject of conversation for us to sink our teeth into in the daily show every single day. And I, I can't, yeah. wait for it. but for the moment, this is, this is an overreaction. Yeah, Rich, it's early, but the mock draft I saw last night after all the games ended, it was Caleb one to the bears, Marvin Harrison, two to the Cardinals, Drake may number three to the, to the commanders. And then the Patriots go for Jaden Daniels, still get a quarterback at four. So well, you would be psyched gonna, about that. You don't care I about the memo there if that happens. That. Yeah, I it know. is going to be a wild uh, off a uh, non-playing season. All right, Rich, last one. Yes, sir. We have to talk about this division because the two best teams in this division are not playing well at all. I'm going to say the NFC East is going to go winless in the playoffs. What a great way to finish this one up. Uh, man, the Eagles' pass defense is just Bro. so. I mean, they got to get Slay back, man. And then whatever was going on between Slay and uh, Mister Mister Pencil Ear, 
um, you know, um, in Detroit, they better get over that yep. um, and and figure out something on the back end. They also can't get any pressure up front at all. No, I mean, one of the most significant plays that Jalen Carter made uh, on Monday was him being offsides and and uh, basically turning the ball over to put the Giants' offense back on the field. And Tyrod Taylor, you know, he, he he's, he's back. back. Dude, he he was balling out, and he he almost tied that game at the end. Yep. I am really concerned about that pass defense more than the offense uh, of Philadelphia. And and did you hear the fans cheer with derision when they handed the ball off once in the third <laughs> quarter? And that was after, by the way, Jalen Hurts made that in dime to AJ Brown for thirty-two yards on a third and twenty. Um, and, but where you know where was AJ Brown in the first half? Oh uh, my God! Like, Tell me about it. I, you know, I have him. I have him. I have him in fantasy. And uh, by the way, I was still oh, able wow. to make my fantasy finals. Oh, um, yeah, I know. I'm very fortunate with the Eagles defense too, by the way, which Ooh. is why I was so focused on it. Uh, the, the Cowboys, I'm I'm not going to say are going to be one and done. I, 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 how about that? I'm more confident that the Cowboys are going to win a playoff game on, on the road. Most likely, right? Yes. It, it, at Tampa, uh, I'm more confident of their ability to maybe pull that one off than, uh, than anything else. Um, so I, I, I'm 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 nervous about the Eagles' ability defensively. How does that sound? Not uh, not on offense because they've got some ballers on offense. To, they yeah. could, they could figure that thing out and start running the ball and go crush some oppositions, um, you know, some opponents. But I'm 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 that defense just is not like to compare fill it, compare the two defenses um, that won the the last two games uh, of Christmas Day triple header. Compare those two defenses, the Eagles and the Ravens. Oh, jeez. Come on, just man. They're just they're not in the same, quite a different not, sport. Yeah. They're not in the same universe. And the Raiders, yeah. compare all the winning defenses of, of Christmas Day. Well, just look Eagles, at the Raiders. The last, the last two weeks, I bet the Raiders for fantasy yeah. are probably the number one defense. The, but, but reality, too, right? And, and, yeah. and, and you know, that the, the Eagles defense would DFL in terms of the winning defenses on Christmas Day. So, so you're uh, more concerned about Philly than Dallas right, right now. Right now. You betcha. You sure you I sure am because, you know, somebody's going to come into Philadelphia in the first weekend of the uh, of the uh, of the wildcard weekend, potentially. Right. Let's just put it that way. The Rams go into Philadelphia. The, the Seahawks go into Philadelphia. You don't think the Seahawks, the way that they are playing, the way that, that would be the matchup right now. That would be Dude, Seahawks, Eagles, wildcard week. You don't think oh. the Seahawks, you know, make that a game in the same way that they did in San Francisco on the Super Wildcard weekend last year? And then all of oh, a they, sudden the fans they, there start booing and going, I mean, throat. I know it was in Seattle, but Seattle man. literally just beat them a week ago. Dude. So. I, I, I'm, I'm more concerned about the Eagles than the Cowboys, but not, but I'll still call this an overreaction. All right, Rich. That's all right. That'll that'll wrap up our pod just for our our um our usual where you give me something to overreact to, and then we chop it up. We finish up with our uh, our weekly prediction of what we're going to be overreacting to next week. You have the floor, Chris. All right, Rich. I have no idea what I said last week, but I'm sure I was wrong. So let's move on. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to overreact to next week the winner of Lions Cowboys that is one of the marquee games of week 17 Lions yes. Cowboys winner of that game is going to win the NFC yeah okay so all right cuz uh cuz the way that the Niners looked i i hear you okay uh, Niners I'm struggling. uh obviously we didn't talk about the uh, Lions but 
first division title in 30 years. Sure. Yeah. They win that game. Why not? I'll talk myself into Lions okay. going to the Super Bowl. Okay. And here's my future overreaction. Uh, the Miami Dolphins stink again. That's going to be my future overreaction. Just wipe out everything that they that they got, or all the flowers that they've just gotten for beating the Cowboys. Wipe it out because because I think the Ravens are going to put the bang thing on them too. Certainly, if Jalen Waddle doesn't uh, doesn't yeah, high uh, ankle sprain for Jaylen come out Waddell. of that high ankle sprain in the same way that say Trevor Lawrence was able to come out of his. Um, I can the Dolphins win that game? Absolutely. Do I think that the Ravens are going to just be? Um, going in there, and it's a short week for them, obviously. Um, I, I think it's entirely possible the Ravens do the the same thing to the Dolphins that they just did to the 49ers, and everyone's going to be that the Dolphins stink again, even though they clinched a playoff spot by uh, beating the Dallas Cowboys, and we'll see what they look like in the playoffs. So that's my future overreaction. Right. Great job, it. Chris. Have a great uh, week. So we will be doing our Absolutely. podcast next week right at the crack of dawn on uh, on Jan 1. Um, because our show, the Rich Eisen show is off on January 1st because I'll be going to the Rose Bowl straight up. Oh, there go the dogs. There go the dogs. It's time to let the dogs out. So uh, our next Overreaction Monday podcast will be in 2024. Happy New Year to you, Chris. Hey, happy New Year. Uh, best of the fam. Enjoy the week, man. Okay. All right. That'll wrap it up for Overreaction Monday. We're letting <laughs> the dogs out here. Well done, Christopher. Well done. Right. And happy New Year to everybody else. Next time we'll be talking to you in 2024. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.